Welcome to From the Bronx with Love, a podcast where we explore pop culture, food, music, and as a bonus, random rants all done with a multicultural lens. We're your host, Karen and Dom. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Karen. Hi. I guess I'm your other host, Dominique. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And you're listening to From the Bronx with Love. And let me just tell you, Dom, mm-hmm. that today was a hot day. <laughs> We're recording this on Monday, May 20th. And I think it was like in the 80s or something, wasn't it? I don't want to talk about it. I am fully traumatized. Don't tell me you didn't leave the house. I did leave the house. That's why I'm fully traumatized. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It is like the first hot day, I guess. Has spring already started yet? Yes. Actually, it started on March 20th. Okay, good talk. (laughs) (laughs) So this is like the first really, really hot day of spring. Um, And for anyone who like... I would say most of our listener base would be um, in the greater New York City area. Um, We have been having really, really, really chill temperatures. Mm -hmm. So like, what, last week, um, early on in the week, Monday and Tuesday, I actually had to put the heat on because it was like low 50s, very windy and rainy. It was like. No one's body is acclimated to like from 50s to 80 degrees. So like, yeah, it's going to feel like hotter than you would if we were, if it was constantly like, you know, 70s and then gradually going up. But that's not the case. Well, that's how it's been lately. It, It just jumps from one temperature to another. Yeah. I mean climate change <laughs> yes <laughs> if, if anyone wants to deny climate there's like come stay in new york for one week and you'll get all the temperatures <laughs> it's like all seasons in 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 a week yeah so i oof. it was yeah. a struggle <laughs> well i was at work all day and i only walked out for like 15 minutes maybe i walked around there's a park where around where i work so i mm-hmm. walked around that park to get you know my vitamins <laughs> and then I went back into the office. I actually felt it more when I left work. Mm-hmm. That's when it did start getting um, a little bit more hot. Like I was running errands. Um, so I left the house at like 1.30. And by, you know, 4, it, I was just like, I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> it got even warmer. Wait, did you sleep with your AC on? I don't have an AC on. It's not AC weather. (laughs) Oh, okay. So the reason why I asked is because I usually leave mine on the window all year. Got it. Yeah, no, I take it out. I think because of the way the window um, is set up in my place is that like the cold air will seep in through the AC vents itself. Okay, but, and then also on the sides, so like it would be January, even though I have an AC in, and I'm like, oh, I don't have to worry about it in summertime. It's it gets really chilly in my room, and that affects like the heat system that we have because oh. it's like this, it's like this smart 
he that's regulated by Wi-Fi and it's like supposed to like detect check you out check my parents out (laughs) (laughs) it's supposed to um like detect uh like how cold it is and like give the temperature so like if it's super cold in one part of the house it's gonna heat up the entire house oh i see okay yeah and sometimes you're cooking in the kitchen um and and then the heat's at 81 you're like no (laughs) we don't want (laughs) we don't want well we don't want a sauna i don't know about you you might want that heat stroke (laughs) well you know i love the sauna but not necessarily in my house exactly (laughs) but oh other than that i think it was a nice day to wear a dress and that's what i did Mm -hmm. i didn't do that but i did wear a dress Okay. Like, there's no way I'm wearing pants. Yeah, it was overall an okay day. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to share something that I did on Sunday. And it was this event that I attended, and it's called Sip and Swap. Mm. Yeah, so you sip a little wine or whatever your drink of choice is, and you swap your items of clothing or purses or accessories. So we were required to bring three items, and from there, you would hang them up on the racks that, that they had. And I, I'm, it took about two hours and a half before the swapping started, which I had not planned for, because even though the, the ticket did say that it was from 1 through 6 p.m., I thought that maybe the swapping was going to start a little bit earlier. I feel like they should have specified it. That's just like a little note to them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But anyway, once the swapping started, we were given 10 minutes to look at the racks and see what three items we wanted to grab. Obviously, they couldn't be our own. And there were also some little booths from different uh, brands. And the whole point of this was to raise money for a girls group. So, yeah, there was like shopping for a good cost, basically. Nice. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoyed it. And I got to meet some of my favorite bloggers there. So that was Ooh. a little. Oh, well, these are girls that, that are here in New York. So, for example, the one that organized it, her name is crystals no cry castles christ castles mm. or chris castles mm-hmm. something like i think it's chris castles yes and then i also met angelina and other bloggers that i follow but these are not youtubers just fyi oh well yeah angelina has her youtube channel but she just started so i feel like her instagram is bigger than her youtube following uh okay yeah so yeah it was a cool event the goodie bag dom oh my god it was great dime there were full-size products in this bag and this is not a goodie bag where you just go and you get like five items and that's it no 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 there were tons of products it was beauty it was food it was drinks i am so happy with it 
So it was totally worth, I think, because I believe the ticket was $40, but honestly, you got your $40 worth because they also gave out insomnia cookies, which (gasps) they're delicious. Mm -hmm. They were uh, cupcakes by Baked baked by Melissa. Mm -hmm. They had chicken wings. They had empanadas. What else did they have? Uh, They were also giving out drinks, like water, a little wine. So, yeah, I feel like the ticket really paid for itself. Totally worth it. Awesome. Mm -hmm. The only thing that I kind of complained about was that it was in Brooklyn. Well, we always complain about that. I know, I know. Because it's valid. (laughs) (laughs) You know how we feel about Brooklyn, especially on the weekend. (sighs) And I heard other girls talking about the same thing, and they took a lift. But the thing is that from where I live, to Brooklyn, a lift would have charged me like an arm and a leg. I mean, you might as well just buy a, um, an airline ticket. Right? <laughs> so afterwards, I did meet up with a friend that's in Queens and the lift was just like 10 bucks. I was like, okay, if I lived in Queens, then sure, I would have taken the lift as well because the L took about 15 minutes to pass. Oh, how quaint. <laughs> right? <laughs> 15 minutes. Oh, imagine being in nj transit and then their first choice doesn't is delayed or doesn't pass through and you have to wait another hour and a half i wish my problems were 15 minutes in between (laughs) oh okay okay i know that compared to your wait time 15 minutes is nothing but in new york city time time it's forever exactly yeah so that's why, you know, I complain. <laughs> I mean, all public transportation in, like, you know, the greater New York City area, New Jersey. Um, I'm not sure about Long Island Railroad because I don't venture out there. But yeah. it's just it's just a mess. And, like, because, like, it's public transportation. You already tax us for this service. And we have to pay an additional amount. And it does not even work. Exactly. So, like, I, I just don't, I don't, this is going to be another <laughs> episode. I just want to really look in and do a deep dive on, like, the economics of, you know, having an MTA system and, like, what's been going on in terms of policy, um, privatization, like, what has been going on. Because, like, a lot of these routes haven't even been updated since its inception, like a hundred years ago, you know, and it was less people. Yeah. It's like completely decaying and they're, they're constantly having these hikes under the pretext of fixing it. But what, what we don't see it. Those improvements, (laughs) where the hell do they go? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you're just about to go into this endless rant about the transit system. Yeah, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) But what did you do on your weekend? What did I do? I did, like, a lot of things. um, So it seemed like I wasn't home a lot, but it wasn't like, oh, I was out and partying. I was just, like, running, like, the errands that I didn't get (laughs) time to do during the week. But then also... Um, you know, working on a project that you, we bring up from time to time. Not too mm-hmm. much. We're giving We're little... To, yeah. <laughs> little hints. Little tips, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
uh, so working on this project um, at the current moment, uh, you know, with people and, you know, people are dedicating their time to this for free. It's not their job. They have um, day jobs, um, which take place during the week. So a lot of people I have to meet or um, call are is during the weekend. So I kind of just had a lot of, I would say, business meetings. And I'm saying this in quotes because we're not recording this on video so no one can see me, but yeah. (laughs) So it was like that and running errands. Awesome. Yeah. Or being productive. Yeah. It was productive, but like not fun, no sip and seeing, none of that. So, so good. So earlier, I know I mentioned that I went to this blogger event, basically. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this is a perfect way to bring up our main topic. Yes. So, (laughs) um, I do have to add this. In between all of my um, running around town and being productive, I had... YouTube playing (laughs) because that is something I did do. I mean, I wasn't like sitting home and like eating popcorn because one, I don't like popcorn, but like I wasn't just like lounging around and watching all these YouTube videos. I was actively, you know, doing things, but still keeping on top of YouTube. And um, for anyone who does know us, like for how long have we been doing this? Um, we live for drama. We don't we live do. to create it, but we live to witness it. <laughs> <laughs> we just watch from the sidelines. Exactly. And the drama really, really, really popped off as we talk about YouTube. And like James Charles, Tati, Jeffree Star, Gabriel Zamora. Yes. All four just, of us. It's just a mess. But, um, it's kind of, I don't know, like, um, those who follow Karen closely, Karen is an aspiring beauty influencer. <laughs> um, so we, we like, we keep tabs, we keep we tabs on like the beauty community and they just blew up this weekend in particularly um, my uh, notifications for all the drama channels, which is another thing I really love on YouTube, is that like there's so much that does go on um, with the beauty community being really messy. Mm-hmm. Um, that there's a whole nother industry of um, YouTube that directly feeds off of beauty messiness, and it's like a genre, another genre of like quote journalism so I was like you know trying to like keep tabs on all of the news that's been filtering through the drama channels yeah I feel be I feel because of the drama that goes on on YouTube other people I guess also find a way to make an income yeah so I think it happened when I was on I was on Twitter, per usual, and I saw that uh, Tati was trending, and um, in a group chat on Twitter, per usual, um, 
someone who also is a big fan of uh, this kind of content, um, and we will make no apologies. It's not highbrow. It's not elitist. We don't care. We love it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Not everything has to be intellectualized. Nope. Um, <laughs> uh, someone like sent me a link and it was like, oh my gosh, we're watching this. Um, and she was like, 43 minutes of Tati just dragging James Charles through the mud. And I was like, oh my <laughs> goodness. So I want to like, first of all, like put it out there, my like personal allegiances, allegiances. I'm not really that invested, (laughs) (laughs) but I will say that I am more partial to Tati. Okay. Um, only because I actually started like following her a little bit closer during her whole Halo beauty drama. And I remember John Cookian, who's a really big drama channel who does uh, Cookie's uh, courtroom. He's been in so many scandals himself. So I haven't been watching him as much after his and Peter Mon, who's also a drama channel. They had drama and it was like pretty heavy. A lot of like really heavy accusations being hurled back and forth and I like kind of stopped watching then but I remember um there was a lot of controversy with Tati with her Halo Beauty um vitamin supplements and I'm talking about the vitamin supplements because it's going to play a really pivotal role in what (laughs) what we're gonna further progress into um because, you know, she's like, it's for hair, it's for skin, it's for nails. And a lot of people saw the ingredients and they weren't really like, you know, they didn't really like them. They're like, this ingredient doesn't sound like it's, you know, FDA approved. Da, 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 da. And like a lot of people were talking about like, oh, she's selling snake oil. And she had to like really go into like her entire process. Like, um, you know, that she had like clinical trial and all this and like, you know, um, professionals really invest in this project and um um I don't know I will say I have never tried Halo Beauty um for what I believe a lot of like these kinds of um especially like these like hair products are really like I feel like the default really never has like women of color in mind so I'm just like okay and Tati's a white woman. So I'm like, how well would Halo Beauty work on, like, the specifics of, like, black hair, you know? So that's oh, what I'm right. just saying. Like, I'm not even going to try it. Um, uh, I could be wrong. But uh, I already, Karen already knows I take, like, 17,000 vitamins when I feel like them. I don't even take them every day. So I'm not going to add another one. So that's, I am not, I have no personal stake in anything that Tati's done. I don't, I'm not even a consumer of anything. I'm just saying that I kind of like her style a little bit more, even though she was embroiled in, you know, some controversy, but I don't, I don't think it's anything that's like, it's just like little stuff. It's just like her controversy had to do with her business and not with her actual character. Okay. You know, <laughs> she wasn't um, a racist like Jeffrey uh, Star. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm kind of like, okay, I think I'm on on her camp, or like I give her a little bit more um, slack or leeway when she's you know telling her side of her story. 
Um, James Charles, I do not like. Um, I've never watched his channel. Yeah, I, um, well, there was the whole, like, when he, like, first was really making it, and then he got the cover girl, um, deal, and people were looking through his older tweets, I believe it was, and he, like, tweeted something about going on a trip to Africa, hope he doesn't get Ebola. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and then that was, like, a big scandal. Um, but I never followed him closely then. But he kind of was able to weather that one. Um, and then he came back, and he's, like, massive now. Um, and he was also able to weather the whole, like, the ring light. Because um, that's how he, like, got famous, famous. Was the he, ring light? Yeah, he, like, he got, he was viral for, like, bringing a ring light to his yearbook photo. <laughs> What? So his photos could pop, like so his uh, um, highlighter could pop in his like yearbook photo. Right. I you didn't know, know that. that. No. Yeah. yeah, that's how he like got onto people's radars. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then it turned out that that was fake too. <laughs> so wait, that never happened. It happened, but it wasn't just a ring light. He had like an other lights that. You know, he, I think he had a whole like three point, three point lighting setup, not just the ring light. Oh, yeah. Um, so that he what was able to weather, and I'm wondering what what else that he did that I like kind of was like eh, I'm really not not that interested in him. But I will say I don't. I'm he. There's just like his whole vibe. I'm not. I don't like. Okay. Um, he, <laughs> I think it's the, um, I think it's because he like really does, um, appeal to a much younger audience, like very 12 year old girl. And yeah. it's like, it doesn't, it's not that, that doesn't capture my attention. Not that I'm like, oh, 12-year-old girls are annoying because, like, I am a woman and I was a 12-year-old girl and I know <laughs> I was very annoying. I'm still probably kind of am. Uh, no one uh, validate that. Don't say that I am annoying on Twitter. I want to be with her, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so it's not that. It's just like, oh, like, okay, this is not for me, kind of. Um, and then he just, like does like silly things um that gets him in trouble and we of course do not like jeffree star um i actually knew jeffree star like way back in i say new quotes i don't know him personally but like i like i you know where yeah Yeah, i know of jeffree star back um in undergrad uh during his like uh singing career because he had like a myspace singing career (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> before Whoa, he was so like he was on social media like from the beginning yeah yeah wow he's been around for a really 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 long time okay mm-hmm. and i actually remember um it was uh they don't do this anymore but um they used to do like, something that's like more open to the public um during fashion week in new york during a yeah it's like september or whatnot called fashions night out yes i remember that Mm -hmm. and i remember the second fashions night out um 
I and a group of friends of mine were in um, Barney's. We were in the, like, shoe area because that's where, like, I don't know, I had it set up to, like, meet Christian Siriano, who I did meet. Um, and Jeffree Star was there. And I remember saying, like, oh, I like that one song of his. Uh-huh. It's, like, really obscure. I don't even remember it. But I remember, like, for all these people, like, for all the people who really listen to music and, like, was into, like, music, social media, you'll remember Last FM. I had a profile on Last FM, and it would be, like, okay, these are all the songs you're listening to on your iTunes. Here are um, suggested artists. And it's kind of like a Spotify before Spotify. um and i think you can actually connect your spotify to it but it didn't have any like songs on it like spotify but it was like supposed to be like connect with other music lovers and you share music so it's like spotify and facebook combined oh got it i don't know if that's a good explanation (laughs) yeah that kind of makes sense every so often things come out about him um so i'm just like yeah so this is this is a person i will never stand have ever stand or, you know, will not be standing. Or I said that already. <laughs> so that's my personal. I am, quote, team Tati, if we're going to choose any teams. Okay. Well, for me, I don't watch any of Jeffree Star's videos. Mm-hmm. Or um, what's his name? James Charles. Or James Charles. I did watch Tati's videos when she first started on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I really liked her content, but I started noticing that once she became a bigger star, I guess like a YouTube star, she just started getting more into like this high end products. And I think one time she did her a video of a full face of makeup using super expensive products. And I was just like, mm, well, no one has the money. At least, like, none of your viewers have that amount of money to buy the products that you're using. I don't know. I started noticing, like, she wasn't being herself, I guess. Mm -hmm. And eventually, yeah, I stopped watching. I just didn't find her content relatable at all. So I never seen her first couple of, like, I never seen her in the beginning. I've always thought she was, like, a really bitch woman, (laughs) to be honest. Yeah, because I think overall the look of her her channel is very, you know, higher end, a bit more, I guess, like sophisticated, you know? Yeah, she like, like, let's, okay, if these people were the real housewives, Tati would be the real housewives of Beverly Hills. Like, she always yes. loved me as, like, real housewives of Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Um, James Charles is the real housewives of New York. <laughs> and Jeffree Star is the Real Housewives of Orange County. And I think that's actually where he's from. <laughs> okay, I think that will help listeners get a better idea. Yeah. Of who they are. Mm-hmm. Actually, <laughs> I feel like James Charles would just be Vanderpump Rules. You think? He's like I the baby know. of it. And like Vanderpump Rules is like the, like the baby oh, spinoff. And they're messy. Yeah, but I feel like just James Charles has that, that higher end look as well. Mm. Yeah. I think he, he's good as the New York one. Okay. <laughs> well, that's actually where he's from. I think he's from Albany. 
Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just kind of like my personal history with them. I don't really watch the other two, just for Tati a little bit. But I did watch her latest video that she did about the whole drama. Yeah, so I want to hear your thoughts on it. Okay, so the truth is I only watched maybe like the first eight minutes because I fell asleep after that. (gasps) I fell asleep during the time I was watching it. And you didn't go back to nope. rewatch? Oh, I didn't. Uh-uh. Uh, you know what? It just sounded a lot like she was just calling him out for mm-hmm. all his, you know, bad characteristics. So that's the first probably like eight minutes that I watched. She just mm-hmm. said that James Charles usually like, you know, kind of like throws these tantrums and that apparently he would call her mom or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, um, are, are you guys two adults here or you're like just lecturing him because you feel like he's your child or something? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I just never went back to it, but I'm interested in knowing your recap. Yeah. The I video mean, is eight minutes. Sorry. Oh, it's 43 minutes. Mm-hmm. Wait, where's the 43 minutes one? The one that's here is 18 minutes. The Tati one that you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, there's, there's one where she, Okay, the latest one that was uplo- uploaded four days ago is titled Why I, Why did, I did It. Why I Did It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, is there one that I'm missing? Or maybe it's unlisted or what? No, the one that kicked off the entire thing was by Sister. By Sister. But it was from her? Yeah, that was her. That was the whole, that was the video that kicked it all off. Wait, I can't, I don't see it here on her, on her feed. Oh, did she delete it? Are we breaking news in real time? Well, I think we are because I can't find this. And, and right now I'm looking at her uploads from a month ago, two months ago now. Wait, let me check closely again. I might oh, be blind. I think she deleted it. See. Wait a minute. Yeah, I don't see it. <gasps> I don't see it either. <laughs> okay, because I was looking up some articles and they did say that they mentioned the 43 minute video. I was like, what? That's wrong. It's eight min- 18 minutes. No, then you didn't even know what was happening. <laughs> no. You weren't even watching the right video. Well, that was the, the one that I found, so I thought that's. That was the yeah. only one. No, you weren't even following them. <laughs> no, I wasn't keeping up with it. Wait, so just to recap. Mm-hmm. I think who, you did delete it. <laughs> who started this? Was it so, Tati, the first one that uploaded this by sister video? All right. So who started, like, the um, growing? Like, a lot of people knowing about the drama or like who started the drama i guess who started you know sharing with the with the public about this drama okay tati tati um started the so she kind of kicked it off a little bit um i think she went on instagram i think it was an instagram story she posted up a a couple instagram stories where she is crying and she's upset and she's like 
I have to just like get it out of my system. I feel really betrayed right now. Um, you know, this is what happens. We, you know, people get to Hollywood and they just use you and abuse you and leave you. And people then, she didn't name anyone, mm-hmm. people then started speculating. She like, oh, she's talking about James Charles. Because a couple of days before, or probably a day before, I'm not sure about this timeline. James Charles posted a paid, well, so it's not paid. Um, he didn't get like money, money from it, but he like had like, um, like an exchange from uh, sugar bear hair. Yes. Which is a direct competitor of Halo. Yeah. Halo beauty. Mm-hmm. So he posted like a story, a 24 hour story. And he like was like, it's like sponsored or whatnot. Um, and he posted it and then Tati got upset about it because they're really close mm-hmm. and he's promoting her direct competitor. Oh, so I'm assuming that when James Charles accepted this deal, he never checked in with Tati to see how she was feeling about it. He did. So... Oh. The reason why he did the sugar bear hair, I guess I'm just going to go into the whole thing. Yes. Um, so the reason why he did the whole sugar bear hair um, uh, um, deal? shout out, yeah, deal. He had he had he had passes, I think, to go to Coachella. Mm-hmm. Um, all roads lead to Coachella, um, <laughs> especially with these people. <laughs> LA influencers Coachella that's all you need to know um so he had um to go to the first weekend of Coachella but then I think he ended up during the second weekend and um he reached out to Nikita Dragon who also plays some kind of role in this he reached out to Nikita Dragon because he's like hey, I need security, and I know I don't have, like, the artist passes. And so with Coachella, the passes um, obviously give you, like, a different, like, level of access. Right. Um, artist passes are basically as if you are an artist. So you get backstage pass, um, and you also get security. Mm-hmm. He only had VIP passes. So he knew that Nikita um, had was able to get, like, artist passes from sugar bear who was like sponsoring her whole like oh. um yeah her whole experience so she was like hey i'm getting mobbed out here like so many people are just like trying to like get close to me i feel really unsafe and i feel attacked can you um get connect with your sugar bear um people and like make sure that like I you know we get security and she's like yeah um and then the sugar bear um the sugar bear associate was like absolutely we're happy to help you get your passes we just want you to do a story about our new um vegan sleep gummies um Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And say these like you know how you know how right. it works. It's like we say know. this exact caption, yes. and say that it's promoted. So like that's what he did in exchange for security. Um, Tati was not having it, so James did. Um, James did message her, and he was like, "Hey, mom, um, 
I miss you so much. I just wanted to give you a heads up and I'm going to be doing this thing for Junior Bear Hair. It's nothing. It's not like their hair product. It's like the sleep thingy. Just wanted to let you know. Kisses. You know how he is. Kiss, kiss, I, sister. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she, she, Tati read out that text message in the first portion of the video that I watched. So I do yeah. remember that. Yeah. Um, so and she didn't, res- she, he didn't respond. Um, and then he like sent her another block. He writes in blocks and I write in blocks. So if I'm saying like he writes in blocks, it's a lot of writing. Um, he sent her another block of text and then she was like, wow, I'm really hurt. I'm disappointed that this is happening. And he was like, but I'm letting you know, and it's really not that big of a deal. And I think that like she didn't respond after that so there was like a lot of back and forth and um the story went up and that's when she put it posted her own story saying like I'm really sad and then people started putting two and two together and then after that IG story Tati came out and made a full length film okay so this is my whole thing okay Mm -hmm. James Charles had given her a heads up. Obviously, it was in the sugar bear vitamin for hair. It was the one for sleep. Mm-hmm. So why did she feel the need to just put it all out there? She should have just had this conversation with him in private and told him how she felt about it. Yeah, people bring that up. I mean, I don't know. She like said something like, when you live your life in public and you're doing things in public, like certain things are going to need to be addressed. But how it wasn't, it wasn't like James Charles was, was saying, Oh, this is better than halo. He did not say that, which, and then in that situation, then I would have been like, okay, she has a reason to confront mm-hmm. him because he's basically trashing her brand. Mm-hmm. But she should have just kept it to herself and had the discussion with him in private. Not all things are public. Like, I know, in general, they're public figures, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't see the need to have done this video, which now just, like, created, like, this mountain of, like, he said, she said. Yeah, I got that argument. The thing is, um, I would be more inclined to be like, oh, she should have just kept it, because, like, Tati always keeps things to herself until provoked until like provoked with halo like it's not like she's like always running to so so i was like okay if she like really is crying on social media in me like she's like she this is how she really wants to express it like she wants to just like cry i don't know okay like i don't know i felt like this- it was really big now okay and then so and- i sorry no, you go ahead. And I feel like it was, like, really big in a way that, like, it wasn't, like, I'm too hurt to even, like, talk to you personally. But I need to get it out that I'm hurt. I just feel like she was just hurt. Okay, so I get that. Uh, everybody is hurt at one point, but I feel like she just went straight onto YouTube and unleashed all of it. And you know how sometimes you get pissed off and you say things and then you're like, like that's what she did. I think she just like was really reaction. Like she wasn't even like thinking like she wasn't even thinking like, 
oh, I should just be the, uh, like, do the mature and adult thing. But that's the thing is like, okay, I think I'm going to, like, she doesn't do this normally is what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. I see your point. (laughs) So, I mean, like, I see, like, I understand, like, of course, like, no one would have known this. And like, that's the first thing she should have done, to be honest, was like, maybe just like cry it out, like get on like Google Hangouts and call your agent, get your husband in the room, call your parents, cry out to them if you wanted to be on camera, you know, Um, or if you wanted like a larger group of people to know what happened instead of like going to your, what, three million fans. Mm -hmm. Um, I get that, but it's so out of character for her already. I'm like, okay, this is like kind of a big thing. Or another thing could be that they had been through more issues and this was just like yep. a cherry on top, basically, and she yep. lost it. Yep, yep, yep. Oh. So that's what the 43-minute video is about. She talks about <laughs> everything that like has pissed her off over the years about James. And then she just kept quiet? Like, she never yes. trusted him? Yeah. And I think this is why I do have a soft spot for Tati is because I'm literally the same way. Like, I don't... I can be, like, pretty dramatic and vent and, like, um, complain. But, like, I will just, like, there will be a moment where, like, I'll pop off. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm the same way. It's, like... Not like she's very much like, oh, you know, things are cute and gloss. She's very high gloss. Like that is like her brand. <laughs> right. It's all like things are really nice and cute and like, you know, glitzy. Yes. Um, so I'm not always like that. Like sometimes, you know, with the heat, I'm like, I'm annoyed. But with <laughs> something that's like <laughs> something that is bigger, especially like interpersonal relationships I will hold it in until like someone like sneezes and then I'm like I really hate you leave me alone (laughs) so I get it I'm not saying she's right (laughs) okay okay um also I have forgot to mention where Gabriel Zamora um fits into this he I think after Tati did the Instagram story um was like okay, Tati, you're out here crying about vitamins when there's, like, you know, he was, like, it's 2019 and, like, people, you know, same-sex couples can't even be themselves in different parts of the country. And he's, like, and you're sitting here crying about vitamins? Really? Um, And I was, like, Uh uh-oh. Okay, Gabriel. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's about vitamins. And I think Tati felt that way when she saw Gabriel's video. And she's like, okay, it's obviously not about vitamins. Here's my 43-minute video about all of it. So this 43-minute video came after Gabriel uploaded his take on the whole drama. Yes. Okay, then. Oh, yeah. So then there was just kind of like setting her off. It was one thing after another. Yes. Mm. Which I feel like she should have just, I mean... Because I know a lot of people will just, like, this is what Twitter is a great platform for, is, like, blowing off steam really quickly. You just, like, tweet. You just, like, I feel blah, and, like, thread your complaints, and then that's it. I feel like YouTube, Snapchat, Instagram are not good platforms for that. <laughs> wait, don't you think... Oh, no, wait, well, Snapchat, I guess someone could record it, because... 
Yeah. I mean, someone can always screenshot. Just screenshot, like, your Twitter. No. But, like, I don't no. know, Twitter's so fast-moving. It's just, like... Oh, you mean, like, in terms of how fast news is, like... In terms of, like, the time... Like, you can... I can tweet something on the your the timeline, and, like, it'll get lost. From, oh, like, right. Because even, even Twitter, like, refreshes you without you even doing it. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just, like... Does. I feel like Twitter is like a place where you can just do like quick little like I'm pissed period and then you're done. <laughs> um, so yeah, so in the video I'm gonna do like really really high level because um, I don't like have the receipts like these drama channels do. Um, so really high level, um, Tati talks about um, the. Hair care being the thing that, like, prompted her sadness, but she um, was, like, she feels really betrayed um, because she just felt like over the years, you know, the more famous he got, the, like, you know, the more his, like, ego needed to be in check and that Uh she, um, she would talk about the things that he would say. And I think the most, like damning thing that like had people talking a lot was um James like has a habit of like talking um to straight guys and trying to like hook up with straight guys and she talked about like you know at her birthday um they were talking James was talking really openly and explicitly about this cute waiter who um, was um, bi-curious, but Mm -hmm. then it turned out he, you know, wasn't, like, feeling it like that. Um, But Tati was, like, you know, the whole, like, talking really explicitly about um, people in public, um, and then when I'm saying, like, hey, James, you probably shouldn't, like, be using this, um, language like how do you even know and he's like it doesn't matter I'm a celebrity so this is what Tati says that James said there's actually no real receipts of this happening okay. and this is actually in contention because James came out with a 41 minute video oh my god <laughs> yeah going you know like telling his side of the story but um before he came out with that video, so many people were talking about, like, oh, uh, like, you know, like, the the implications, like, the moral implications of, like, coming on to people or, like, using your, your celeb status to, like, get what you want, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. um, and being a predator, and that word got really thrown out with, um, with James... Charles, people were calling him that and saying that, like, oh, yeah, like, Zara Larson, she's a singer. Um, She um, said something, like, she tweeted, she was like, yeah, lol, I love how James was in my straight boyfriend's DMs trying to get him (gasps) or something. So, like, a lot of people were coming out and were like, yeah, James, like, mean, comfortable. I remember Shawn Mendes, who's also a singer, um... Uh, someone pointed out that, like, at one point, Sean was doing, like, an Instagram live, mm-hmm. and he saw something that James um, said in, like, the comments, and he immediately stopped after he, like, it 
James's name popped up and people were like, yeah, um, I don't think Sean really likes James Charles so much. And then there was this story that like um, in a closed like fan um, meetup session, someone brought up James Charles and Sean was like, yeah, I don't really like that guy so much. He makes me really uncomfortable because he'll like say things like, oh, my God, John, you're so hot. I'm going to eat you up or something like that. Ooh. On on his Instagram um, comments, um, apparently that got resolved, and Sean was like, "Oh no, I would never. You make me laugh." But I don't know. I think there's some level of truth to possibly his methods of flirting are very strong. Okay, you know that when I like someone, I will go up to them, right? Yeah, but I'm not like. Oh, hey, you're so cute. I want to eat you up or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like as a human, you should know. Like, if you don't want someone else to say that to you, mm -hmm. why would you say it to, to like, another person? Mm -hmm. Unless he's okay with someone coming up to him and saying, hey, I want to eat you up. But if he was looking for security during Coachella, then I'm pretty sure he doesn't like that type of language either. Yeah, the thing is, I think James would like that. <laughs> <laughs> Who would like that? Okay, well, okay, I'm not going to be judgy to say, like, you know. But, yeah. So, because I do, I think, personally, is, like, just read the room. Like, you have to understand, like, body, like, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't say, like, because there are some people who, like, have social, um, they really can't pick up on social cues. And I'm not talking about um, people who are pro probably on the spectrum or just have issues um, just picking up on people's social cues. But, like, I don't think that's James Charles's case. It's just, like, maybe don't start off so strong mm -hmm. and read the room. And when people, yeah. like, that's how you flirt. It's a back and forth. <laughs> right. Um. I do remember part of Tati's video that I watched, not the 45-minute one, the other one, mm -hmm. the 18-minute one, that in the intro of that video, she takes a lot of clips of how she was always supporting him. Whatever brand deals he did or if, like, you know, he launched a certain product or whatever, she was always giving him shout-outs. Yes. So I do remember that in that first portion of the video, she mentioned how she would always support him. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, that she said that if it wasn't for her, James Charles would not be where he is now because no one knew of him. And that she was always, you know, plugging him in on her channel. Mm -hmm. And in some way, I guess, she says that he, the fame that he has now is thanks to her. It is. Um, they so her husband. People, a lot of people don't know, but her husband is like really big in like the agency industry. Like I think he used to work at like CAA, so he like oh. knows how to manage. Um, I didn't know and, that. Yeah, and he was never James's manager, but he always helped James. I remember they were the first to help him monetize right on his uh, YouTube videos. Um, she was, so like one of her larger videos was her wedding mm -hmm. and she actually, 
had um, James fly out. James, like, couldn't even afford a plane ticket. Um, and she flew him out, uh, hotel, everything, and had him make do her wedding makeup and have a whole video about it. No way. Yeah. So when he calls her mom, like, he, like, when he moved out to L.A., like, they were kind of his, like, paternal figures by proxy because, you know, they were closer to him than his actual mother was. Oh. Yeah. Not in terms of, like, relationship. Like, his parents are, well, at least not now, but then were close with the Westbrooks. But because, like, the Westbrooks were, like, his parents on the West Coast. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay, no. Now that you're giving me all this context, it's James that's acting all shady. Um, We're we're describing here sounds like the drama that goes on in, like, any of the Housewife series. Yeah, it's always something with receipts, too. It's always like, I got the receipts. Here are my text messages. Yes, and it's always like, he said, she said, I wasn't in the room. Why are you talking about me? And Mm -hmm. it just all escalates. And I feel like, obviously, right now, it's popular, right? Everyone Mm -hmm. is talking about it. And then it's going to die out. And... Yeah, they're all just going to go back to their careers. Because I feel like this has happened with a couple of YouTubers where certain things come out about them, whether it's what they've tweeted in the past or, I don't know, certain videos that leaked or whatever. And then people really drag them on social media. And then they're okay. Mm -hmm. They go back to their regular program scheduling. I don't know if this is going to be the same situation with them. I feel like obviously they're not going to be close anymore. You know, obviously Tati and Jeff and uh, James. But I don't know. Do you think like this is going to affect their career in any way? So James lost like 3 million followers after Tati uploaded his video, her video. <gasps> yeah, and she gained like 2 million. Um, yeah, she's but- at 10 million right now. Yeah, so she did gain two million. But but after <laughs> James uploaded his video, Tati and Jeffrey started losing people. Uh oh. Yeah. I think so I think James's um career is gonna be so like no one really hears from Manny or Laura anymore. And that was a huge that was like drama get in. Everyone keeps talking about drama get in one. This is yes. like drama get in one. That's like really like, oh my goodness. <laughs> yes, I remember that. No one really, even after Manny tried to rehab his whole image with his docu-series, you don't hear from Manny anymore. No. And you don't hear from Laura. Um, I think Tati might be okay. I think James is going to suffer. Yeah. I think the moral of the story is if, Dime. if you're pissed off with someone, especially if you're in this type of field, I guess, don't go straight onto social media platforms. Like have a discussion with someone first and then see where it goes from there. 
Um, my main takeaway is that I think it's kind of icky that she waited until, you know, she was really, really upset to, like, talk about certain things when it comes... Like, we like we are fully in a Me Too era. Mm-hmm. So when you, like, talk about these things, especially, like, oh, I'm a celebrity, I can do all these things. Like, y- you waited until he personally pissed you off to then have these conversations about predation. Oh, I see your like, point. You know, mm-hmm. when, like you, you know, that's not okay. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So that kind of is just like that. That's a very, um, I can go into like the sociology about that, but like, it's just like, it, I see that in a lot of people who are like, in insular communities, especially suburbs, it's like, you know, the PTA won't get upset about something <laughs> unless it directly affects them. Kinda. It's like a very specific demographic was like that. And I'm just like, she's showing her cards here. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see your point. But yeah, and I think also, like, like you said, maybe talk to James and be like, I've been annoyed with all of this behavior. And like, James could have been like, I like, I don't even do any of the things I say. I'm just a big talker. And you could be like, okay, well this kind of language is really uncomfortable for people. Mm -hmm. And you need to like stop the humanizing people or like just reducing them down to like what acts you want to do with them. And like be a little bit more nuanced and then go from there. And then that's how you actually be the mom and like, be yeah. more teaching and loving and nurturing instead of like having these things out there they're like we now we're confused we're like okay well we thought james was a predator and like i'm not saying we because i was never confused i was never a fan um right. but like you have young people who are out here mm-hmm. yeah who like oh okay well am i gonna watch him now am i not like what is predator <laughs> like what's going on yeah and you're like, right yeah, so that's my that's my issue. Was is that whole aspect? I, I you know I don't care about commerce. About like <laughs> I don't care about what rich people are doing. Rich people infighting. I need to redistribute the wealth, and I need Medicare for all. This is what I care about when it comes to your finances. Uh huh. Oh yeah, this feels so so good. For this week's highlight, I have someone, and I actually remember this time, not like Mm -hmm. always that I end up forgetting. (laughs) So, I'm not sure if you heard about this, um, Mm -hmm. but there is a, I guess you can call it a public library. It's called Norwood Community Library. Mm -hmm. So, every weekend, there is a stack of books on the corner of Gun Hill between Wayne and Bainbridge Avenue. And it just has books that people donate. So the whole model of this is you grab a book and you take a book or you leave a book. Oh, yep. So grab a book, leave a book. And yeah, it's, it's been growing. So right now they already have 984 followers. Mm hmm. And more and more people are starting to to know about this because I follow the, the page while well, the the podcast follows the page. Mm-hmm. And 
yeah, more people are, are coming in, grabbing their books or, or dropping off a book. And I think before it was just like one, one case of books. And now there's usually three or four. Wow. Yeah. So I think this is an interesting thing that's, that's happening in the neighborhood. And there's a lot of interesting books. I haven't checked it out myself but I do plan on going to drop off some books because I have some that I already finished reading. so many. Mm-hmm. It's such a good way to implement um, Marie Kondo's... Um, yes, her, her whole concept, basically. Yeah, the concept <laughs> that I still refuse to watch. Because <laughs> it's just going to give me anxiety and tell me to clean my room, which I'm not going to do. Yeah, that's, that's what it does, because that's what it did to me. <laughs> Basically, I wanted to throw my whole room out the window. Yeah, you see, I'm just going to get... <laughs> let me throw my anxiety out the window first. <laughs> but I want to send a big shout-out to them, because it's great what they're doing for the community, for the kids. I feel like especially a lot of kids now don't read that much, because they're on their phone or tablet or on Netflix. So... Yeah, go check them out if you're around the area. Take a book, leave a book. Mm-hmm. Yep. So show them love on Instagram. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, this feels so, so good. We them guys. I want to shout out because um, it's getting close. Um, but the Afro-Latina Fest in NYC, um, I got the email like a couple, I think a week ago. I was like, early bird tickets, get them now. I think you still get um, really good pricing on the tickets, but um, I'm really excited. I got like the full weekend pass um, and that's open to some podcast recording, which is interesting because they did not have that last year. Oh. So, um, that's going to be really cool to see and connect with like Afro Latino podcasts. Okay. And I think they're going in their 10th year and I just want to shout them out for being a festival that really highlights Afro Latinos <laughs> for 10 wow. years. Um, because, I've been hearing this a lot because it's like such a social media thing. But like people were like, oh, you know, people weren't talking about Afro Latinos before Amara. But like, oh. no, you know, Latin America has been in existence for like 400 years. And Afro Latinos have squarely been involved, <laughs> part yeah. of the community, you know, and it's just called erasure. So open up your eyes and crack open a history book. Oh, <laughs> love that sass. Yeah. But um, I'm still, I'm like, I'm sassy about the people who want to doubt our existence. But right, I'm yeah. happy for having like a really great cultural um, moment and it keeps growing and I just want to shout them out. I think they're doing really good work and I would love to interview them on the show oh. at one point. <laughs> if you're listening... Tom wants to interview you. Yes. Well, thank you very much for listening. If you made it through this whole episode, felicidades. Because <laughs> I know we ranted a lot about different topics. But don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And also make sure that you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah, this feels so, so good. Oh.
This podcast was executive produced by Karen Almonte. You can follow us on social media to keep up with your favorite Bronx ladies. From the Bronx with Love is part of Anthology House Media. You cannot survive here, but you with the crew, so you can come disguise here. Step up in our shoes, let us give you the news and tell you all the things that others who scared to. My city worldwide, so how can I fear you? We wasn't raised on the sick code, I'ma spare you. This is not a scene that you can compare to. You might as well soak it all in while you here, dude. Cause this is the birthplace of rap, R.I.P. the pun. Couple more seconds in the show's begun. I said, birthplace of rap, R.I.P. the pun. Couple more seconds in the show's begun, and that's from the Bronx with love, from the Bronx with a Bronx with love, from the Bronx with a a Bronx with love, from the Bronx with a Bronx with love. Oh, 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 Bronx with love.